guess at the end of the day, I feel like uh, if you're riding side by side with another man on a motorcycle on a suburban street, that screams two dad household. <laughs> like when two dads are like, let's go out for a motorcycle ride. They just ride around the neighborhood yeah. next to each other. We got a babysitter. <laughs> let's just go ride. You don't think they hit the rope open road anymore? Not like they used to. No. Before they adopted a little black kid. <laughs> <laughs> What is up, Ansley? Hit the ground running. Two Jack Bros coming in hot. Yeah. Hi. How you feeling? I'm good. Are you all refreshed from your little vacation? I am. Yeah? The world is a sunny place. Yeah, you're at the beach. You're at the ocean on a cold, cold weekend. Yeah. We, we made the most of it, man. Yeah. What did you do? We, uh, did you get in the water? I put my feet in. Yeah. Is that um, you making the most of it? Yeah. <laughs> you, don't regret, you don't regret going deeper into the water? No, I didn't even have my bathing suit on. Yeah. You it was cold. Purposely didn't take your bathing suit? Yeah. I had a winter coat with me. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, I wasn't like, oh, maybe I'll go in. Oh, so you were pondering. Pondering. Like, I when you wear a winter coat and you only get your foot, feet in the ocean, you're pondering. Well, like I looking off into the distance longingly. <laughs> Are you regretting? Do you regret me? <laughs> Is that what you did while, I, while you were going? You were regretting me? No. <laughs> I had my winter coat off by the time we got to the beach. Oh, okay. I was just in a sweatshirt. So you were enjoying life. Yeah, yeah. I was just that in a sweatshirt. It's a huge my, difference. Yeah, yeah. My, my spandex were pulled up like as high yeah. as they would go. Like if you had your coat on still, yeah, you'd be regretting this. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be thinking about the wind in my hair yeah. and the way it felt. All the places you haven't traveled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this what the air in Japan feels like? I guess I'll never know. <laughs> Hear my children in the distance. Mommy. Yeah. Just compl- oh, me, me, me. So heavy, heavy. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. Take that coat off and enjoy life. <laughs> Looking at the boats out there. Like, could I get to one? Where could it take me? The adventures. Yeah, right. You can't go to a boat. They put you right into the white sex, sex slave trade. Maybe I'd see the world. No, you don't <laughs> see the world. You see an opium den and like old men junk. <laughs> like, oh, that's, they take you straight to like, you know, whoever's running the new Epstein's Island, that's where you'll live. Yeah. Yeah. You'll never see the outside. It'll be torture. You'll be like, I, I, I mean, I, I don't think I have to get into why the sex slave trade sucks. I no, think that's no. Pretty universally yeah. understood. I think we can all imagine. Yeah, I think we can. I think we can figure that out. <laughs> yeah, that's just what happens to women that get on an unknown boat. Do not get on a boat if you don't know that person. <laughs> if that's not like a sketch, like if, it's if not you like haven't a paid for that boat, or, exactly. <laughs> that it, well, also if you get on a ferry and nobody else gets on, get the fuck off that ferry. <laughs> get off. Nothing good happens. Huh? That's like that's. Yeah, it's a uh, fucking international waters rules. If there's one woman on the boat, oh, you're yeah. allowed to take her off into international waters and sell her on the <laughs> the white sex slave trade. How old are your daughters going to be when you uh, teach them that lesson? I've been kind of like hinting at it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like, be careful, they're going to take you. <laughs> <laughs> Constantly letting them know that people will take them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I told Finn that at the rest stop when we we're like, you know, yeah, if he goes into the bathroom, I'm like, wait for us here. Don't talk to strangers. Don't get kidnapped. Yeah. Don't leave with anybody. Use your jujitsu. We'll be right back. Run in a zigzag pattern. Yeah. <laughs> Scream, help. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean, you gotta. You gotta. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So this that reminded me of something I overheard at Whole Foods today. I guess it's family related, mm-hmm. right? This uh, this cash the the cashier is being helped by a bagger, and the bagger goes, um, 
like I just kind of walked up into this conversation. Like this is, uh, they're, they're both black, so they're talking through all of these transactions, not at all dealing with the customer, mm-hmm. right? But they're getting stuff done, right? I'm fine. But I'm perfectly fine with that. that that's they give of, you a hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. a, like a nod, like do do not interrupt our conversation. <laughs> we but see I you there. Acknowledge <laughs> that you're here. Don't be rude. <laughs> Welcome to Whole Foods. Yeah. <laughs> but I do got to say this, man. I think uh, because like they're not completely doing their job because their job is also customer service. So they're doing their job badly. Uh-huh. Right? And I think black people are probably the best at doing their job badly. <laughs> Dude, when white people do their job badly, they fucking suck because they don't get stuff done at an efficient rate. Like they got me in and out. Yeah. Like that was one of the fastest transactions that because they were just having a good time chit chatting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not not Bob, not like weighed down by the weight of like repetition of this job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just having a good time. Right? Yeah. So I walked up into the middle of a conversation. And uh the bagger is saying, um, she goes, you know, that's you know, that's why I like talking to people because my mom never really loved me, so she used to have me babysat by a lot of different people. So I'm really good at talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just say i like talking to people yeah <laughs> goodness my, gracious my mom didn't love me yeah me and the, me and the cashier both looked at each other like what the fuck <laughs> like we both wanted to say like no nah, you're not as good at talking to people as you think you are yeah because <laughs> you, you, you didn't nail it just now <laughs> <laughs> that's a crazy statement man yeah, i don't even know what point in their conversation they were but yeah even according to the cashier she was being extra that at that moment. Yeah, that was too much. Yeah, way too much. <laughs> Man, that's a that's an interesting way to rationalize like a mom having lots of people babysit. Like the whole thing is like my mom didn't love me, so she had lots of people. Ba- like maybe her mom really didn't love her, but maybe her mom just you know couldn't be bothered, which well, is different. I'm I'm blown away by the fact that she has linked to her. Gregory, Gregory, uh, why am I not saying this word right? You want me to Gre- help you? Yeah. Oh, God. Let's see what you got. <laughs> Gregarian. N- no. Oh. Uh, it's, Gre- um, it's the word for like a boisterous. I know what word you're trying to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not it. egregious. It's like a gregarious. Gregarious. We're going to go with that. Yeah. We're going to go with gregarious, gregarious. Right. Sounds good. Um, Outgoing demeanor. She's, she's. She's a test. She's linking her gregarious outgoing demeanor. Yeah. With her mom not loving her. Yeah. So every like that part of her identity is forever linked with the 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 rationalization that her mom didn't love her. Yeah. Like she can never become separate from the fact that her, she sees her she sees it that way, or she can never um, see her mom as a human and rationalize like the circumstances that her mom was in and why she was doing what she was doing. Right. Because no, because of my outgoing person, my mom didn't love me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like a lot of baggage. It is a lot of baggage. She's hard to be around. That bagger had a lot of baggage. Yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> she did. That's, that's probably what she told them in the interview. Yeah. <laughs> she, probably, she, was like, she was like, I'm good at interviews because my mom didn't love me, so I'm really good at talking to people. <laughs> and they were like, baggage. <laughs> you'll be you'll be handling baggage. Yeah. You seem to be best at baggage right now <laughs> man yeah i wonder how close to the hiring process that is at whole foods because they got a lot of a lot of like new 
black people. Yeah. At Whole Foods. And they're like, they're like that type of black people. Like whose moms didn't love them. <laughs> like you could work at the airport or you could work at Whole Foods. Yeah. That's <laughs> You're uh, much closer to Whole Foods. So. Way closer. <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to figure out where else all the black people work. Target? Well, I mean, there's a lot of nursing home stuff. Yeah. Right? That's big. Yeah. Uh, mostly for the women. Not a lot of guys. No. Working there. They probably, you know, they probably be like, yeah, I work at a nursing home, the homo. <laughs> the homo. <laughs> and you, you you can't keep saying that. Yeah. You know, I just rather not even have to deal with that. Yeah. I'll work at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the post office, UPS, a lot, yeah. of, a lot of like government jobs, like ironically. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, uh, yeah. I don't know why I find that ironic. Yeah. <laughs> I have to think about that. Why, why, is, why is that ironic? I don't know. I mean, I think it's ironic because, like, in my mind, like, we should be getting as far away from the government as possible at all times. I don't trust them. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's uh, a lot of weird, wacky stuff be happening with the government. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. So, how was your vacation? <laughs> it was very nice. Yeah. You eat any good food? No. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we ate, like, well, we, we had our adventure when we tried to go out to yeah. eat. Could you imagine, like, your cousin seeing this, <laughs> whose house you stayed at, who who cooked you food? She did. You know, Her food was and then, good. like, the first thing I was like, did you eat any good food? And you're like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. I don't care who made it. No, I did not. <laughs> I left the house and I held my nose every time I ate. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I mean, everything yeah. we ate at the house was great. You know, it was great house food. But I was going to, like, we were going to go out and have lunch and have, like, uh, you know, an out to eat experience. Yeah. And uh, it was storming when we went out to eat. It was the Sunday of Memorial Day. It was storming so hard. So all the restaurants, all their outdoor se- seating was closed. Yeah. And so you could only sit inside. And everybody was down there in the rain. So they were, everybody was like, oh. Like, everybody's taking advantage of the fact that you can eat inside in yeah, New Jersey. Yeah. No masks. No masks. Anywhere you went. Yeah. How crazy that must have felt compared to what you left like you drove an hour and a half away and it was a whole different world it was you know where we did have to wear a mask was the arcade oh yeah that fantasy island yeah but i mean it's like it's like the the type of people that go to the arcade (laughs) that's who's spreading covid it felt it felt safe it felt right yeah yeah it felt like that's the that's for sure the right thing to do yeah yeah like everybody that goes to the arcade on a regular basis is a covid super spreader yeah yeah so we wore a mask there The place that that is where all like you know flus get taken to middle schools. Like, yeah, <laughs> they start in the arcade. They incubate. Yeah, in the arcade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, so uh, hopefully we survived that. Yeah, I I think Finn came home with a rash. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, this sounds like an arcade. Yeah, sounds like you went to an arcade. <laughs> yeah, sat in a thing, shot some stuff. Oh yeah, we played Jurassic Park. It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. For sure, he has shingles now. <laughs> <laughs> on his ne- yeah, he had like all, all on his neck. Yeah, like a rash yeah, welts. He, what with some like old school Western disease came back and just like, all right, now we got to fucking boil a cat or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. We were crushing leaves and like making some yeah, salve. Yeah. Like, you got to make a salve. <laughs> yeah. Salve. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Wait, when, you're, when you're at the point where you're making salve, shit has gone wrong. Yeah. That is not good. I was, um, I've decided that I want to uh, dedicate my life to learning about plants and herbs and being able to treat people with plants and herbs. 
Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. How far have you gotten on this? I just thought about it today. Okay. You don't even... <laughs> and then I used the word salve. <laughs> <laughs> Did I put it together for you? We're like, yeah. shit, this must be meant to be. Yeah. I just used the word salve. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm ready to share this. Man, I, I had these two thoughts pop up organically. Yeah. This is my calling. It's it's happened. I yeah. mean, I've thought about this my whole life. I've just never done anything about it. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Is a lifelong dream? I think in a past life. You are such a witch. <laughs> you are, I think in a past life I was good at this. a Romanian yeah. witch. <laughs> and I need, to, I need to embrace this for the second half of my life. Go yeah. forward with it and make it make it something. You think you were like uh, almost, well, I mean, what, what would that even be? What, what is that called? Like somebody who deals with herbs and makes salves and things. Like a witch doctor? What, what is that? <laughs> what is it? A high priestess? What are you? What are you called? Oh. Um, you like that one? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I was going to go like, with Let's witch just doctor. stop there. Let's land there. Let's that land sounds high good priestess. to me. <laughs> high priestess? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Like, um... You're one of those people in the uh, in the, the mall kiosk. My friend, my friend, let me put this lotion <laughs> on you, my friend. <laughs> yeah, grabbing people's hands when they're uncomfortably like, oh, my God. You're a she Persian salesman. <laughs> <laughs> my friend, my friend, my friend, let me just, come here, come here, come here. Come here, let me see your finger now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, man, that's, that's interesting. And I need to be useful when the apocalypse comes. Yeah. You know, I need, so I need this. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what what is uh like what what is your what is the first thing you want to do learn how to do with herbs and, and such? Well, this is this is what I'm going to this is okay. So sometimes recently when usually in the morning Itchy butthole? <laughs> no. <laughs> when I'm walking <laughs> this up This is an itchy butthole related <laughs> no, thing, isn't it? It's not. It's Are not. You telling me you're not going to do any salve for itchy butthole? <laughs> you're going to completely leave that alone? You're not going to help people with itchy buttholes. Listen, you can't jump right in with the butthole. If you things go wrong, like... you start at the base. That's my personal <laughs> opinion. You start at the base and you work your way up. If you can't deal with an itchy butthole... I mean, that's like... Because like once... <laughs> that's like swinging with two bats. I'll do it for you. Yeah? I'll give you a salve for your itchy butthole. Okay. We'll use it. That's what I was checking. That's that's all I wanted. That's all you... <laughs> <laughs> that's all I wanted. Like, you're not going to help me with this? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you're going to let me sit here and suffer with an itchy butthole while you're out there making salves. <laughs> I've got you. I've yeah. got you. Right. So, but I was going to say, um, when I walk up the stairs, sometimes my knees make like, it's like creak, creak, like, yeah. like crunchy sounds. Okay. I'm like, I'm going to figure out what to suck on. I'm trying to uncrunch those. What do I have to, what do I have to suck on to uncrunch these knees? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on. What root do I have to suck on to uncrunch these knees? I think that's Give what me. it's about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turmeric? Just point, me, point me to the root. <laughs> Man, that is... Uh, and I have been getting into gardening more this, yeah. this summer. Yeah, you have been it's getting all, into gardening. Yeah, it's, it's all, all aligning. It's all, it is aligning. You know, like because I've also been like very much studying... Um, wait, wait. You didn't think you could say the word sound, did you? <laughs> Now it's all the world has opened up for me. You were like waiting to say that word. You were like, I don't know if I could say it. I don't know. I don't know. know. We'll see. I don't know. I just thought it come out. If it comes out, if it doesn't come out, it doesn't come out. I watched your confidence grow when you said so. Almost like I wish I like I I wish I had like the uh, the drive to like fucking go back and replay. (laughs) <laughs> that moment the first time you said south so people can see it again 
Man, you need uh, give me something for energy. Okay. I need more. I need. I need more. I, I actually was thinking that today. Yeah. Believe it or not, I was thinking that today. I was watching uh, something with this old track star mm-hmm. named Obi Moore, and it was what happened to Obi Moore. He was a four hundred uh, running four hundred meter phenom at the time that Michael Johnson was going to the Olympics, mm-hmm. right? And Michael Johnson at that time in ninety six broke records, and Obi Moore was breaking like high school records. He was the man, mm-hmm. and uh, he kind of fell off. He got into you know, crime. Girls. Girls and crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well girls. Girls mostly. Girls. Obi Moore, I know. Yeah. Obi Moore. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't go through life uh, life as a phenom. Like you got black, like handsome phenom named Obi Moore. Yeah. Like the not fuck be out messing here. with girls. He fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Obi Moore is fucking. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So Obi Moore was fucking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he basically fucked his track career away. <laughs> 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 Which Ain't a bad way to lose a track career, you know. Yeah. You don't mind me saying, yeah. As, as someone who lost a track career, <laughs> I can say one of the be- better ways. I lost mine to the arcade, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I got sucked into the arcade lifestyle, man. So, uh, Obi Moore is now into herbs. He's an herbalist. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So he was talking about. Uh, the different, like they, the per- person interviewing him for this documentary was asking him about herbs. And he was like, well, no, I mostly just use these different things for energy because mm-hmm. I need a lot of energy because I work with kids and I have kids of my own. And my name is Obi Moore. My name is Obi You know, Obi Moore, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> One thing Obi Moore ain't gonna stop doing is fuck <laughs> <laughs> He never was like, oh, I need to give this up so I can do my track career. It was like, how can I do this and yeah. more? I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to dedicate all that energy to track, to being an herbalist. So I have all the energy for fogging. Yeah. <laughs> he like, he's like an importer, exporter of these herbs too, I think. He like, yeah. Like helps people get them, mm. you know? Mm. And, uh, you know, he knows a lot about them and he, he's got energy. Yeah. I want he's energy. got energy. You know? Because I feel like, I feel like, uh. I never used anything for energy. I've always been going off of my natural energy. Right. Right. And I, I think I'm ready to see what it feels like to be uh, enhanced. But all naturally, right? Like we are of this earth and from this earth. And I would prefer it that way. Like, like, ca- like caffeine doesn't work with me. Like when I, I don't, the reason why I don't drink soda is because I can't handle the spike of caffeine. It spikes me up and I crash right away. You are a crasher. Instantaneous. Mm-hmm. Like I'll drink a can of Pepsi or Coke. I'm not going to try to start a war right now. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'll drink either one of them. Mm-hmm. Right? RC Cola. RC Cola. Give me RC Cola. Royal Crown? Are you kidding me? <laughs> the, Royal, the Royal Crown? Right. You know I'll support the uh, fucking the Crown. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, you know, it's, it's like, yeah, I could take a nap pretty quickly after drinking a soda. Yeah. You know, and I want something that's going to last. It's going to, like, take me mm-hmm. through the day. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to have to keep re-upping on something. Right. You know, and, uh, yeah, so. I got you. Yeah. I got that's you. way better than the crystal path I thought you were going to go down. I, it was a close call. Yeah, it, it was, was a like, close call. Damn, we were, like, right on the And I didn't want to push you in any direction. Yeah. Because I felt like if I pushed you away from crystals, you would have went towards them. Mm-hmm. If I felt like if I pushed you towards them, you would have went towards them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's still room for like, crystals. Yeah, I was really nervous about this being a crystal thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I'm into the herb thing. Yeah. The herbal thing. Yeah. You know, plus the seasoning, you know, like yeah. for food and stuff. Yeah. Like put them on, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to, like... 
you know, get these natural highs from this the, these foods. The, like, like take the power from the food and actually use them to enhance my body the way uh, nature intended us to be able to use it. Yeah, I got you. Yeah? Yeah. I'm ready for this. All right. <coughs> Put it out there in the universe. It's yeah. just the beginning. Man, this this might be the episode we reach enlightenment. Maybe. This is this might be it. Yeah. Man, Obi Wan be fucking. so uh yeah and you know i don't think it could hurt with that either yeah (laughs) i'm going all i'm all natural yeah right Mm -hmm. i'm curious Mm -hmm. like what what if i had a little more energy yeah like is is there another gear like could i come quicker (laughs) 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 am i like am i not coming fast enough Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm. It's like, uh, it's weird because you do, you want to do dumb stuff to like test to see if you have energy when you're all natural on energy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, ah, am am I losing it? Am I losing my energy right now? Let me just do a bunch of sit-ups. Yeah. Let me do. Oh fuck yeah. Okay, I still had energy, but now, (laughs) (laughs) now. Yeah. You know, like when I hear people do so, um. There was a uh, Tony Ferguson when he fought uh, Benil Dariush, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so this was after Tony Ferguson lost to Justin Gagey, where he just does wacky shit. Tony Ferguson does wacky shit. Mm-hmm. He had two big losses in a row, and now he's fighting Benil Dariush, and this is a big fight, right? For him, this to be his third loss in a row. That's a big deal in the UFC. You don't yeah. even have three losses in a row. Yeah. So he's d- they're doing this. Uh, the 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 embedded UFC embedded, which they document each day leading up to, for for five for six days leading up to the Saturday of the fight, mm-hmm. and they put out a documentary, a little like eight minute documentary each day. Mm-hmm. And uh, his fight's a Saturday coming up. No, no, it was this it, happened. It a while happened. Ago. Okay. It happened a while okay. Ago. But uh, but yeah, you could think of it in your mind like the fights the Saturday coming up. Okay. Right. So the uh, about to these. Bless you. Thank you. So the episode that came out on Thursday, Tony Ferguson talked about how, because he's always talking about how like he goes the extra mile that other people aren't willing to go. Right. Like he's willing to push. Uh, Bless you. Yeah. Thank you. I got. I'll get you something for that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Herb it up. Yeah. No, yeah herb yeah. it up. <laughs> so, like he's willing to push to a place that other people aren't willing to push, and that's what puts him and makes him who he is. Right. So he's talking about. So the episode that came up the Thursday before the fight, which I think is like the Wednesday's recording, mm-hmm. he's like, uh, "Yeah, I'm like I'm out here doing stuff that he's not willing to do." This morning I woke up and I decided to put 250 pounds on a bar and do 1,100 shoulder shrugs. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, he was like, like days before his fight. Days, yes, days before his fight. Wow. Which means that the Wednesday before his fight, he did that. Yeah, and he goes, uh, my, st- my he was like, took me four hours. The team stuck with me the whole entire time because that's a good team. That's what teams do. It's like maybe the team should have told you to stop doing all those fucking shoulder shrugs. Yeah, before a big fight on Saturday. Yeah, you were days before a fight. You shouldn't be doing eleven hundred of anything. No, you know. But I think he's all natural and energy. Yeah, and he's like, he's got to make sure he still has it at all times. He's checking it. De- basically he's checking his dipstick all just, the time just, just dipping his stick he's yeah. just dipping his stick he can't stop you can't because like the moment you stop you don't know if you still have it yeah you know you only know that you have 
energy if you're using it. But you got to trust, right? That's when trust comes in at some point. Like you got to trust your energy level. You can't keep dipping your stick. Yeah, but you always go through that one experience where you had a difficult time building up energy for a moment that you needed it. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, never again. But did he did he win this fight? No, he got his ass whipped. Yeah. He could barely lift his arms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. after the fight it's like I would, I would it to be one of the interviewers yeah and be like so um as far as that shoulder shrug thing i'm leaning heavily towards too many but i'm guessing you're saying not enough you probably don't think you did enough shoulder <laughs> shrugs for the fight like how do where do you go with this crazy too man? far away from the fight like you should have done yeah. them the day of is that what you think is that what you think because <laughs> he wasn't willing to do it yeah. the day of huh yeah because like I mean, that's the, that's the, that's a weird mindset you adopt to help you deal with, you know, not accepting. I, I don't know. It's a crazy, it's a crazy thing. But it's like I, I I feel like if I had something that I could use to boost my energy, yeah, I wouldn't be shoulder shrugging. Yeah, I would be, I would be just shoulder shrugging for four hours every night before I go to bed. It's two o'clock in the morning. I bet somebody. I bet most dads will go to sleep, wake up in the morning, and raise their kids properly. Not me. I'm going to do shoulder shrugs until my kids wake up. <laughs> Those other dads ain't willing to do that. Those other dads ain't willing to do shoulder shrugs until their kids wake up. <laughs> yeah, man. Welcome to Two Jack Bros. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. We are uh, having a good time. We also have a Patreon. You can check out our Patreon, Two Jack Bros Patreon. And uh, we will be recording that in a couple of days. We don't record that right after this episode. We, don't, we, try, we, we want to. <laughs> Once we have these herbs in us, maybe yeah, we will. Fuck, these herbs are going to change our lives. Yeah. That's yeah. so sick. We're I can't it. wait. Okay. I can't wait, man. I'm <laughs> meditating today. I'm getting herbs in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? Yeah. Who am I? Let me get some moccasins. I don't know. <laughs> is that what, uh, is that what uh, Crocs are? Moccasins? Like the suburban moccasin? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The ones I got are suburban moccasins. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, so yeah. So Two Jack Bros is the show where uh, Ansley and I, you know, we're basically trying to maintain everything that is, is truthful about us. That's what I was thinking about the other day. Like, it's like, tell the truth and be truthful, right? Mm -hmm. Because telling the truth means telling the truth. That's, that's very easy. Being truthful, that's important. And expressing your sense of humor, honestly, mm -hmm. is important. And I, don't, I feel like you shouldn't have to uh, curb what you find funny mm -hmm. because of somebody else's sensibilities. Because that's not truthful about you. So I have to curve my sensibilities so you can live your truth. That's weird. Yeah. Right? So... I just had a thought uh, recently Aww. about <laughs> about um all by yourself. Look at that! Like, Look at you having thoughts about. <laughs> I'm ignoring can you. Can you can get some herbs to deal with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, about how you know our kids sometimes are kind of strange, mm -hmm. and like I look at them and I'm like, our kids are weirdos, right? And I was just thinking about how somebody experiencing us as a family is probably like <laughs> these, these kids are weird. Um, their mom is weird. Like that's how she raised them. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I never thought about like me being the cause of them being weird. Yeah. Which like, I guess, you know, like it makes sense. What well, did you, are you accepting that you're weird? It seems like. Yeah. I think it was one of those moments yeah. that it was like, I was like, Oh, look at my weird kids. And then I was just like, it's my fault. Yeah. 
You were like, as you were, as your kids were doing weird stuff, you were off in the corner in a handstand. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this, my fucking kids are so weird. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Those are, those are my kids. <laughs> yeah, no, but I think it was part of like what you're saying, like accepting more of the truthfulness of yourself. Yeah. And it was just like, ah, this is my fucking family and like I'm part of this. Tell the truth and be truthful. Yeah. Like it's way easier to tell the truth when you're also being truthful. Yeah. It's harder. Like if you can't also, if you can't live truthful, you don't want to fuck the fuck the truth. Yeah. You know, like I, I don't want the truth. I don't, I don't want the truth then. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd rather say whatever the fuck I want. Well, I think that's because like you end up battling the truth because if you're not living truthfully, right, your truth is often... Um, I can't think of the big word, but it's um counter counter juxtaposed. Just just just, just fuck. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> Man, juxtaposed. Just juxtaposed. Yeah. To the life that you're living. Yeah. So when you express your truth, there's also juxtaposition. Yeah. Which I think is the 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 amount of syllables in that was thrown off our ability to say juxtapose. Yeah, that's what it was for yeah. me. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, so that's when, like, when you speaking your truth has people in your life that are going to try to fight it because they're like, where is this coming from? You know? Yeah. But if you're living truthfully. Like herbs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden you're into herbs? <laughs> you mean to tell me after after 21 new years of being with a black guy, all of a sudden you're into herbs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> so funny <laughs> and like and then you just start going through like a phase yeah and people around us are like i fucking knew it <laughs> i knew this interracial relationship was going somewhere <laughs> i know they were just normal people in an interracial relationship no fucking way <laughs> yeah 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 all right yeah people will push back it will feel like the world is pushing back but anyway um Let's pop into uh, some of our. Uh, let's let's pop into the show a little bit. Okay. You know, it's uh, so yeah. So anyway, two Jack Bros. It's like we're we're trying to basically take who we are as people, our sense of humor, our our inappropriateness, our bottom of the hillness. <laughs> we are some bottom of the hill people. We know who we are, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We are bottom of the hill people with top of the hill sensibilities. Yeah. We know that. We know that. We embrace that. Embra- like this, that's our truth. Yes. I'm being truthful. Yeah. We're bottom of the hill. Look, look at look at Nancy's bottom of the hill outfit right now. <laughs> I love this shirt. I, I love it too. I love it all of you. I'm like, man, that is a sexy shirt. I love that Thank shirt. Thank you. It's very bottom of the hill. That's a bottom of the hill shirt. That's a little bit. I like that's like uh, I was talking to uh, Felicia the other day about like there's like some things that only like bad burritos wear. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. this is like like if you were wearing like those uh cut, like short cut like um. You know, like cotton gray shorts, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. with that shirt. Mm-hmm. Like that is a, oh, and like comfy socks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a bad burrito outfit. Right yeah. There, right? <laughs> so like you're, you're, you're momming it up. I like, I like it. You're like, you know, partying in the front business in the back. This is like, well, you're mulleting again. I know. You're a, you're a human mullet. <laughs> oh I really embrace gosh. that about myself. Yes. Ansley is a human mullet. <laughs> And I come from ratchety, ratchety people. <laughs> Man, I yeah, I'm, I'm Anthony's a human mullet at heart, and I'm a I'm ratchet at heart. I'm I'm embracing my family right now. Yeah, and like you know what I learned about my family, and it's like family that family married into, but still. So the, apparently, there's an island in the middle of um, 
where is Three Island? Three Mile three Island. Island. What river is that in? The Susquehanna Epstein or the river? Delaware? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I think it's the Susquehanna. The Susquehanna. So there's an island like south of there that like you you know you have to boat over to, mm-hmm. and you know it's a uh, it's like a redneck nobody used the word redneck but it's like an island where there's only so much hot water you know you have to bring everything onto the island that you want and wear shoes because hookworm is abundant (laughs) people ride their lawnmowers over to other people's houses yeah you know like everybody's got their cabin there and it floods but everybody's like ah fuck it we got trailers and we'll just repair the cabin next summer when we come back up here you know and yeah and um one of my uh cousin's husband's is like the unofficial mayor. mayor. Oh dear God! I <laughs> knew I was that like, was like. I, why did you guys never invite me? <laughs> <laughs> we have redneck mayor families. Yes. <laughs> like, goodness gracious! He's like the top redneck. Yeah. I want to meet him. Yeah. <laughs> goodness gracious! Goodness gracious! Um, yeah. Highland redneck too. Yeah. Three Mile Island redneck. That's wild. <laughs> he lives. He's the mayor of an island. He's the he's the redneck mayor of an island off the coast. There's not even a fucking coast. Not a coast <laughs> off the bank. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a, where like a fucking disaster occurred. Yeah, <laughs> like a like a nuclear disaster <laughs> occurred. <laughs> Good yep. lord, that is insane. Yeah, is he glow in the dark? <laughs> no, <laughs> man. I wonder. What, I wonder what fucking superpowers he got. Mm-hmm. That's probably like a. a, a an island of superpowered rednecks. Yeah. Yeah. There's some powerful people right there. Yeah. That's where the mutants coming from. Yeah, they just like use their power to like spit tobacco far. Yeah. <laughs> catch catch catfish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep you, the mosquitoes away. How do you think they catch catfish? What do you think they do with their superpowers? Their redneck superpowers. They catch their radioactive catfish. <laughs> um Yeah, you know, I don't know. I just I think they just you know, they put the energy out there and they like and then the catfish, you just grab them. Okay, maybe I shouldn't have asked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. I uh, so yeah, so we're trying to reach enlightenment. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah, that's all it is. You know, we're taking you on a journey with us. Maybe you can through us, through what you see, also get yourself one step closer or one step further away, like we do each week. <laughs> we're gonna do one or the other. Yeah, we're gonna do one or the other. Yeah, and one of the things that we always have to do. So we have to set everything back to neutral by, uh, you know, just like apologizing for anything out there in the world that may need, may need an apology from us, that, that may not know it needs an apology from us or may know, uh, but just something that we just have to make neutral. We have to make amends with the universe. Anthony, what do you got? This is called My Bad, by the way. This is Sydney, My Bad this week goes to you. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Which is how I designed this to work every week. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You know what? You don't even have to. I'm, st- I'm already the bigger man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Let's move on then. No. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Your turn. <laughs> okay. So, uh, all right. My apology. My bad. My, my this week's my bad goes to uh, Kwame Brown. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, I apologize because I feel like I believed part of the narrative that he was a buffoon. Yeah. Right? Kwame Brown, if you know who Kwame Brown is... He was the number one draft pick in, I think, 2001 or 2000. Yeah. It was right around when you and I met. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like a, it was a big deal. 
He came out he's of high school. He's really tall, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like uh, 6'11", 6'10", yeah. 6'11". Uh, came out of high school, drafted number one to the Washington Wizards by Michael Jordan. Michael, it was This is Michael Jordan's first big, um, I, I guess, project. First big, the first big thing that he did as the uh, the general manager. Yeah, like the, he had his blessing. Like he had his uh, well, no, he, his stamp of approval. Like he, his, he picked him. Right, but like it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, so this is the Michael, like, yeah, this is coin, the Michael Jordan like, stamp of approval. Also, Michael Jordan wanted to do everything he could to make sure that he was, as a rookie, already veteran status superstar. Mm-hmm. Right? And... And up at that point, like anything Michael Jordan touched was gold. It seemed like, you know, like, like clothing, shoes, movies, like commercials. Yes. Like it was just like, like he could do no wrong. Absolutely. He he, he definitely had like the might, the Midas touch. Yeah. Or as uh, 50 Cent would say, he had the magic stick. Mm-hmm. Everything he touched with his dick turned to gold. Mm-hmm. Maybe right? he should have touched Kwame <laughs> Brown with his dick. He probably shouldn't have. I think that was the problem. <laughs> I think you should have used the dicks off approach on yeah. that. <laughs> um, yeah. So he uh, he basically put Kwame Brown under too much pressure. He was a kid. He was he came out of high school, number one draft pick. Mm. He he had him doing he had him doing things like uh, he was going to like yoga retreats. He was like this. Michael Jordan was sending him the things these things. Yeah, and that's back in the day. Uh, like this is all progressive shit. Yeah, like. Basically, he was like, now you send somebody to a yoga retreat, it's going to be some like, ja- like a, an athlete to a yoga retreat. It's going to be some jack dude, you know, like this is what we do for sports now. <clears throat> this is the type of yoga we do. Um, back then, you had to go to a chick with crystals and herbs. <laughs> you know what I mean? The other guys there are like in cloth underwear. Basically, like <laughs> it was like a whole different world back then. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was like, Put him through. He was basically like the uh, Kwame Brown was the basketball equivalent to the Russian in Rocky Two. Mm-hmm. Like he was just like everything that was state of the art, new wave, this new thing that could be done physically, mentally, emotionally. He had Kwame Brown. I think at one t- at one point he had Kwame Brown on a macrobiotic diet, mm-hmm. right? And I think a lot of the reason they were doing this to him is because he was like he was like a hood dude, but he was he was like he had a he had a sweetheart. Yeah, <laughs> Kwame okay. Brown. Was a, you could tell Kwame Brown was like a sweet guy, mm-hmm. right? And um, I thought you were gonna say he had top of the hill sensibilities. And I was like, oh, we're so susceptible. No, 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 no. <laughs> he was like, he was a bottom of the hill dude with bottom of the hill sensibilities. Yeah, but like a a, a top of the hill heart. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, or I guess the heart they want you to believe people actually have at the bottom of the hill, but they do not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude, yeah. the bottom of the hill heart is fucking wretched yeah. for the most part. <laughs> There's some dark hearts down yeah. here, man. <laughs> he just needed the opportunity. Yeah. Just yeah, needed yeah. a hug. Yeah, he, you know, and uh, so, but that's the thing, man. They, that's what they do because they want to do that to every fucking ratchety dude that comes out of the hood into these professional settings. Mm-hmm. But they know if they try to wrangle some of them, they're going to implode because of it. Mm. Kwame Brown being a sweet guy would be way more receptive of that stuff and allow yeah. it to happen, which is what I got caught up in in college. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, if they, if, if, when if, they put crystals in your butt, <laughs> they did put crystals in my butt. <laughs> they made me come down to the fucking coach's office. I'm coming out. I'm confessing right now. <laughs> we can use this in court right now. <laughs> the head coach of the Lafayette tried to put crystals <laughs> in my butt. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Yes. 
Yeah. Um, although that was kind of the, some of the better times. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not because he was putting Chris. I just was having a good time at that time. I don't know. I don't know. It was, I don't, it was a coincidence. But uh, yeah, when they were coming down to make me stuff envelopes to keep me out of trouble and shit. Yeah. It's like I never got in trouble. What are you talking about? I don't get in trouble. But they're rescuing you. Exactly. Because they knew that I would be receptive of it. They knew that I wouldn't fight them every step of the way because I was a sweet kid. Yeah. Right. And, you know, it's like that thing. It's like they want to be like people want to say that. And even Michael Jordan, like people want for whatever reason, people have this dream of like rescuing a kid from the hood and like helping them achieve their potential. It's a uh, what's the, what's the movie? The the football movie? The blind Side? Blind Side. Everybody yeah. wants a blind side. Everybody wants a blind side. Yeah. Like I think about it constantly. You you want a blind side? I want a blind a two or two or three. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like maybe I want a whole little team. <laughs> like raise a little team up. Yeah. Out of the hood in doing good shit, accomplishing yeah. shit in sports and captains of industry. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like I gotta make sure my fucking kid's okay first. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I don't wait till my kid gets old enough to help me blindside some of these kids. <laughs> Blindside. I just started kidnapping kids from the hood. <laughs> You're better now. We're going to move you to a neighborhood over. Yeah. yeah. It's still at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. Blindside. I'm taking your kids. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, uh, that's something. That's a different movie. That's a different movie. That's a different movie. That's a movie where these kids have to like band together and escape my house. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be so wild. If that movie, like these kids are like doing all this to get like fucking escape and get away from me and get back to their homes, they're like, "Oh, it fucking sucks here." <laughs> that was way better. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, it's uh, and then I don't let them back. Ha <laughs> 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 ha! You've been blindsided. <laughs> You're taking Blind- them out, making them do high knees every day. <laughs> Blindside. <laughs> morning blind side blind side blind side <laughs> <laughs> yeah man that's uh <laughs> wait so did you finish your apology to kwame brown yeah so it turns out he's he's a he's a bright guy yeah he's a bright guy he's he's he was he they was just known. broke him they just broke him with too much experimental i don't know he was like he shied away from interviews and stuff so he never really you never really got to see kwame brown speak for himself or know what he sounded like when he spoke yeah right? you only got to see the fact that he wasn't living up to his number one pick potential. Yeah. Everything that, and and again, I'm never one to call anybody a bust. Like he played in the NBA for like 12 or 13 seasons. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's clearly not a bust. Like they kept him around. He was on seven different teams, but still a commodity. He was in the NBA for that long. And so I was, I'm not that guy. I'm, I'm not that guy. Like if, if he was in and out of the league in like a year or two, yeah. Like, all right, that's kind of busty. That's busty behavior. Yeah, that's yeah. big titty behavior, right? <laughs> like Tim, yeah. when Tim Tebow left the league as quickly as he did. Yeah. To me, that was a bust. Yeah. That was that was busty. Yeah. Right. Uh, twelve years. Yeah. Twelve seasons. He had a career a, in a professional career. Like I heard somewhere, he made sixty-three million dollars. That's quite a career. It's not a bust. No. Right. So, but I did think he was a buffoon because I never heard him speak. Mm-hmm. And again, I would only see the disparity between. He wasn't living truthful. He wasn't living his truth. I think he might have been though. I think. I, I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think it was his fault necessarily that he wasn't being heard from. Yeah. Right. I think there were. You I just think there had were handlers. Fa- he had too many. 
I don't even know if it was that. I think they were. I think they were not censoring him, but you know, like I don't even the stuff when you would hear about like all the different things that Michael Jordan was doing for Kwame Brown and all the different uh, like these little sh- segments on whatever shows it was on. Yeah. You would rarely hear from Kwame Brown. It was mostly Michael Jordan doing the talking. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it's just. He blindsided him. Yeah. He blind. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Michael blindsided, Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> he blindsided Kwame Brown. <laughs> he for sure did. Yeah. He stole him out of the hood and didn't let him speak to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That should be a lesson to us all. If Michael Jordan can't blindside a kid from the hood. He shouldn't be doing it. No. He shouldn't be doing it. (laughs) Yeah. He had all the resources at his disposal, and that blindside went horribly wrong. Yeah. (laughs) That didn't go horribly wrong. It was just, again, but I think, so anyway, that narrative also was helped by the fact that what we were hearing about Kwame Brown was coming from, like, sports analysts and announcers who were basically giving us the narrative of who Kwame Brown was because we weren't hearing it from him. Right. Right. So, and again, I'm not believing their narrative, but I have to be like, well, if we're not hearing from him, maybe he's dumb as fuck. Yeah. And it's probably better that he doesn't talk. Yeah. Right. So I just assume that. And then, you know, I even started to make it work. Like I would see different faces he makes and like, oh yes, he's dumb. (laughs) 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 You know, like I would see him react after, you know, create like causing a turnover or something. Like, yeah, that's that's a fucking idiot. Yeah, that's an idiot man right there. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, it, it, so he's been clapping back as the kids say, yeah. and all at these people because people were still just recently. Using, yeah, because people were still using his name that way. Yeah, you know, and this like he's retired from the NBA. He lives out in Georgia somewhere on a farm. He drives a tractor, takes care of his family. He's a know? he's got a farm. Yeah, he's he, yeah, and he like you know. Works with his hands. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's out there doing man shit. Yeah. He's not about this. Yeah. You know? And it's not like he blew all his money in like hood, hooded, like, you know, yeah. like. He didn't, he didn't bottom of the hill blow his money. Yeah. You know? He, uh, yeah. So he's just minding his business and people are still, like Stephen A. Smith and, and these people are still like using his name as like the butt of a joke. Yeah. And then they and then they had the nerve to be like, well, it isn't personal. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. Like that's that's that that's that bitch shit that I hate. That's the worst thing that people think that they can say, like, oh, but it's not personal. And yeah. like I don't like it when men when men do it. Yeah. Like, when if you if you come at somebody for like twenty years, mm-hmm. right? He was drafted in like two thousand or two thousand one, mm-hmm. and they still use him. Mm-hmm. 20 something years. anytime like somebody who gets drafted doesn't live up to what is the perceived potential yeah like bust like he's 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 the bust so like ah uh, like, like kwame brown you he's know? got a name that like comes yeah. out like that too yeah also though you could you know he, he also could have been fucking kwame kwame brown yeah <laughs> kwame yeah kwame you know? kwame you know athlete dude you I, I guarantee you, before he, before Michael Jordan blindsided him, yeah. he was fucking. Yeah, he was. I don't think he fucked much. Was Michael? I think Michael Jordan <laughs> <laughs> blindsided, was he blindsided the fuck out of him. <laughs> Sent him to yoga retreat. He was like, oh. He didn't know how to talk to anybody there. No, the chicks were like, all. do you have crystals? And he was like, oh. What the fuck? And, and then once he was introduced to that, he didn't know how to talk to the girls back home anymore. No. <laughs> Dude, he was just blind. Like, this is how I know how to fuck. I can't fuck. <laughs> so, I'm so I'm so so blindsided. <laughs> so I think 
we've decided that too much fucking is not good for sports and not enough is not good for sports no. either. You got to you got to find your way. Not if you're an athlete. Yeah. Not if you got a name like Kwame Brown. <laughs> <laughs> that was his problem. He wasn't fucking enough. Yeah. Michael Jordan took up too much of his time. <laughs> <laughs> too many extracurriculars. Too huh? much. Yeah. Too much shit, man. You gotta let a dude fuck. Yeah. You gotta let <laughs> when you blindside somebody from the hood, you gotta let him. You gotta let him fuck, man. It's like when you when you like have a tarantula and you put it in the cage, you gotta put a rock in there. You know what I mean? You gotta put something from this environment in there. Yeah. You know, it's like you gotta let him fuck. <laughs> you gotta let the man fuck, man. Yeah. Let, yeah. Let the man, he's gotta fuck. So like, yeah, dogs gotta hunt. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's um so yeah. I, uh, man. So that was one segment again. We did it again. <laughs> we did it again. You didn't even, uh, that's a lot of self-control. You don't even want to know my, what I had to say to oh, you. Oh yeah, huh? yeah. What is, what is but it? But you don't even want to know. I do want to know. <laughs> I was just messing with you. What is your apology to me? I was just really sassy to you today. So I wanted to, you know how I told you recently that, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta speak up when something's bothering you in yeah. a relationship because I forget the number, but you know, like if you're together, like, for a, like uh, an abuse hotline. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> is, like that, is that what you do? Like every time you have to speak up to, to speak your mind, you like dial like all the numbers to an abuse hotline. <laughs> and, like you're like, Sydney, like, I, I, th- <laughs> no, yeah. like Sydney, I think you stay up too late. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no. So like, uh, because you live like, you know, 465,000 days together. So that's like how many times, like if you don't say something, like it's going to bother you, you know, is that 10 years? I don't know. I made that number up. What what was your number again? 465,000. That's a lot of days. Right? It's like a hundred (laughs) years. Isn't that too many days? <laughs> that is a lot of days. Listen, it's a lot of days. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, theoretically, <laughs> like, t- like, 10 years. Stop it. Stop it. 10 years is 3,650 days. Yeah. Right? So, 465,000? It's not that. That's 10, 10 years. No. 365 times 2. 465,000. Yeah. It's like uh, what do you 10,000 years together. <laughs> Listen, we're dinosaurs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, okay. Many so we're going to live a very right? long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah right. right. Talking about crystal shit now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah can, you, can you speak herb, please? You're starting, you're starting to drift off in the crystal right now. Yeah, can you so, please drift over to herb? So I was going to tell you, like, I was like, I'm going to live this life and speak my mind. Um, but I, I just started sassing you. It just came out as sass. Is that your truth? Yeah. You want to sass me? Yeah. I mean, well, I, you know, I want to love you, so you can sass me. I don't care. Okay. So yeah. I, you're the sassing. But we you need to get today. shit done though. I know. You can't be like, you know, you can't be like the kids and like, like sassing too much. <laughs> it was, was it too much today? I sassed you I, a couple times. I don't you even don't know even I notice. Noticed. I didn't sass you enough. Yeah. I grew up, I grew up, my, my mom didn't parent me. She sassed me. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I was raised. Oh, shit. That's why I'm so good at talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> my mom just sassed me. My mom, my mom sassed me all the time and made it, and just let anybody babysit me. So I'm really good at talking <laughs> to people. <laughs> no, but my, but it, that is that is true though. My mom, my mom p- predominantly sassed me. My mom flirted with me my whole life. <laughs> 
like, I was like, that's how I was parented. I was parented. I was parented as if, like, it was by, like, like a slightly older chick that had a crush on me. You know, and like had to also provide food for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like it was um, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it was really, <laughs> yeah. And that's and that's man. Do not do not piss her off. Yeah. You know? It's uh but yeah, that's uh you know, that's that's why I'm a bottom of the hill person. <laughs> <laughs> I think mean, that's what that girl should have said. You know, my mom didn't love me, so she sent me to be babysit by a bunch of people, which is why I'm a bottom of the hill person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, through that, I was still able to be a person that's good at talking to people. I really like people. I enjoy people, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We should slip her a note and let her know. Yeah. It's like, you need to chill. (laughs) Maybe she needs to be blindsided. Dude, she for sure needs to be blindsided. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, she's talking about how that's, she's trying to get blindsided. She's trying too hard to get blindsided. (laughs) Will somebody please take me and show me the way? (laughs) Anybody? Anybody? This this, this black gentleman seems like he has his head on straight. Boy, would she be blindsided. Double blindsided. Yeah. Man, that would suck for her. Yeah. <laughs> that would suck. You double blindsided, man. Put her on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right. I think we're I think I think we're good for today. Damn it, we only got through one segment again. <laughs> I uh well, no, I think I think well we're only at we're at fifty three minutes. I think we can talk a little bit more. Um I had a I, not a new segment idea, but the beginning, I feel like we, we should call it, you know, we just like let it flow. Like how we just like start off talking, yeah. kind of get into a rhythm. That's that's us being like water. That's yeah. like we kind of flow into the podcast and that's how we just get down. Okay. It's flowing. Yeah. It's being water. Yeah. It's water. Just mm-hmm. bloop, bloop. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we don't have to name it, of course. But, yeah. you know, but it also has a name. We don't have to uh, introduce it, I'd rather. Okay. But that's what we're doing at that point. We're just, we're just. It's river, we rivering. Yeah, you know, it's uh, <coughs> man, I don't even. Oh, so oh, we'll 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 do this segment real quick. I've been noticing stuff about the body, yada 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 yada, <laughs> right? And I guess this this ties in a little bit, right? Okay. Because uh, I noticed that. So I've been reading things about the way humans stand. Yeah. Right. And one of the things that keeps coming up in this literature is that uh, other places in the world stand more uh, firmly rooted, you know, two feet rooted and both of their hips kind of uh, balanced. Right. Some cultures, they have people are more likely to stand heavy to one side. Like when you're idling, like when you're like talking to somebody, you know, like you stand heavy to one hip and you're light on this foot, and you know, it's um, uh, and I noticed that too as once you know I, that occurred to me once I read that, and like, do I notice like in America we stand so sassy? Oh yeah, we one hip out hard, very hard. Yeah, you ever catch yourself when you're like, like being way too aware of how you're standing and how other people are standing, and you can't like. You're like, how do I even stand anymore? Yeah. I feel like we stand, like the way we stand, we're always ready to be like, yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Like, that's how we stand in America. Uh-huh. We stand in the position right before, yeah, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. We're we're very, very sassy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I bet we have more, um, like, hip and knee issues, too, because, like, to get that pose, like, one knee is, like, almost hyperextended. Yeah. And, like... So that is what happens. Yeah. We, we do have... Uh, a disproportionate amount of people that need hip and knee surgeries. Mm-hmm. And it. Because everybody in America is also trying to look cool. Nobody yeah. looks really cool when they're like doubly rooted yeah. to the ground. Yeah, you it's know, like, like, oh. I thought you were going to say nobody looks really cool in India. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, they don't. Like, you know, <laughs> these, like, these hot, like, highly populated places. Like like people in China, China they don't look cool. <laughs> <laughs> they're not trying to look cool. They walk with their hands behind their back. And like, yeah. you know, like <laughs> those Indian guys are always wearing those weird brown sandals. They're not trying to look cool. <laughs> you know? They're not. It's true. Yeah. No, no, we, we definitely, at least not with their walk. Right. Yeah. It's like, you know, like look cool otherwise, but it's like, you know, walk in a way that has your body aligned so that you can your joints don't fuck up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's uh, so, yeah, I just I'm, I'm being very conscious of that right now mm-hmm. for my body. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. That's the segment, by the way, the body. Talk yeah. about the body a little bit. Body. You anything for the body? body i've been appreciating my body oh yeah you've been masturbating is that what that means no come on listen when a chick who could have went down the road of crystals and is now going down the road road of herbs says i've been appreciating my body lately i haven't it's not about that okay i'm just saying i'm just saying you're leading the witness (laughs) 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 what does that mean though just that like <laughs> now I feel all crystally when I say it. <laughs> that that this vessel is something. Oh that gosh, you started. Oh dear God! All right, let me soak that in. I need. I need to. Wow, I didn't even know where that was gonna go. You destabilized me for a split second. I need a crystal to be put above my head so I can get everything back normal. All right. So are you tell, rooted? Yeah. Are you rooted? Please tell me more about this vessel. <laughs> this this vessel. Yeah, this vessel of meat that you get to inhabit for part of your <laughs> life. Oh talking about meat vessels now. Yeah. So now we're talking about meat vessels? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just think you should appreciate like that you can, you know, build it with your muscles. I don't know what I'm talking about. Body yaddy yaddy. All right. Well, listen. Well, 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 you know, we'll dwell on that. Yeah. Dwell on that. Like, you need more time, clearly, to <laughs> appreciate your body. Right. Mm-hmm. You haven't gotten to the masturbation part yet. So yeah. you're, still a little, you're still a little, you're still a little clogged up. Yeah. <laughs> you're a little choked up. I get it. I get it. Um, but yeah, you 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 figure that out. Okay. And if we, you know, we'll we'll see if we come back to that segment. I uh, man, there's so so many so many segments to get to. So many. Yeah, so many. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, but we can't do the show forever. No. Right? But that was quick. Yeah. That was quick. quick. We'll do another quick segment. You Ready? Another quick one? I got some fun ones. I got okay. some fun ones. So uh, we're going to start off talking about, was this the, uh, so we need the show that currently dominates your attention the most is what? The Handmaid's Tale. The Handmaid's Tale. I, I stopped watching it for like three days. I think it had me in a dark place. Okay. And I was like, shit, I need a, I need a break from this. All right, this is gonna be perfect. Okay. So you went back to it, and I haven't. I was like, I was about to watch it, and I was like, I'm not gonna watch this before the show, before we do the podcast tonight, to see if it helps me not be 
Like, is it helped? I you tell me. I don't know. I think so. No, I mean you have to tell me because I mean you're the one that's calibrating this darkness. Yeah. So do you feel like you feel more chipper? Yeah. Feel yeah. more flowy this episode? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. So here we go. Ready? This is what this is how the segment works. Works. Ready? The Handmaid's Tale. Ansley, why are you watching that? Oh, I love dark shows. Yeah. <laughs> I love like twisted stuff that makes you think about like. Like makes you think about what would I do in that like when there's like no good choice. Yeah. You know, like that makes you really think about humanity and like what like if there's like three bad choices, like which bad choice are you going to make? So which which choices does this show give you the most fun to think about? Oh, because it's all about like a mom making choices for her kid. Like, you know, and like like whether the choice that she's making is selfish because the you know when you're doing something as a mom like is your child better off without you yeah. you know what i mean or do you get to make the selfish choice because your child needs you and like so like that dynamic yeah no yeah it's so all we, it's all about a mother's love what would you do what i oh my child needs me yeah <laughs> so so what was that what, what is so what are the what are what, what are the, what comes with each bad choice well so like so like you can you can like there's people raising this woman's child, right? Mm-hmm. And people value kids. So theoretically, this child's in a loving home with a new mom and dad that are taking care of her, right? So like she should be fine, right? Like she's going to be raised, she's going to be loved, she's going to be provided for. So does she really need her mother? But like it's like that's my child, you know? Like of course she needs her mother, mm-hmm. you know? Like so you either cho- choose to to leave leave her alone like or but are you abandoning her you know like you're leaving her alone in this society that's like eventually she's gonna get fucked as a female in this society like literally and figuratively you know like like it's not gonna turn out like you know it's not a free it's not good for women when they grow up they get married she could potentially be like her daughter could potentially grow up to be a handmaid is that no she'd be a wife but like shit still isn't good for a wife yeah you know like it's like like it could be, but it could also be really bad. It's definitely better for a wife than a handmaid. Better for a wife than a handmaid, but it yeah. can still be pretty. Always the handmaid. You know, like Never like women women aren't supposed to read. Like if they break rules, you get fingers cut off. You know, it's very like um, I don't know what kind of what the word is, but that society. Yeah, that's why I don't watch it because I feel like I'd be I'm like, this is what the fuck I'm talking about. This is what I, this show yeah. gets it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand why it's not like this. Yeah, <laughs> or you like. You know, like, but like at the same time, she's trying to free other kids and help other handmaids. But like at some point, you know, does she give up her life because because like she's got to rat out her her other chicks? So you would for sure be part of the resistance. Oh, yeah. 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 You're not. I'm not just going along with this crazy society. No, no, no. Man, why are you everything I like? <laughs> why, why are you trying to tear down what, everything? What, what Answer, I like the way things are right now. Why do you want to do something? How do you want to destabilize this? <laughs> I think just things are going fine. Like, what is the problem? All you know about the society is that women can't read and that they cut off their fingers. And you're like, yeah, I what like the, that. I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> why are you in a resistance? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'm happy. Don't you like it when I'm happy? <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, all right. So you're in the resistance. 
Oh yeah. 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 I like, I like to imagine myself in the resistance. All right. And not being, you know, like not being able to be broken. Do you have a rank in the resistance or are you just a foot soldier? Oh, well, everybody in the resistance is basically a foot soldier. You know, like, I don't think you get rankings, but like. Uh, Anytime women group together, there's rankings. But no, listen, nobody's life is more important than anybody else's. That's what allows you to be the head of the resistance. Who says that to people the most? The person whose life is more important than anybody else because they're the head of the resistance. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like the person who says that, who the person who's constantly like, listen, nobody's more important than anybody else. Like, that, <laughs> that's me. That is the woman who I leads the resistance. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you lead as a woman. That's how you lead a resistance as a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely the leader just, of the resistance. Uh, listen, I would like to remind everybody that nobody <laughs> is more important than anybody else. <laughs> All right. All right. I figured, what do you think about that segment? What was that segment again? It's called, it's either why you're watching that yeah. or why you're reading that. Oh, okay. Right? So it's like, for me, I'm like, I'm, I've been around you taking in this Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. And I'm like, why the fuck does she watch this? Yeah. You know? It's like, what is what is what? What is the draw to yeah. watch this show? And, you know, I feel like that's a question that uh, we don't, like, you know, again, like in pop culture, you know, everybody's like, it's like, I'm team this, I'm team that. It's like, why are you team this? Yeah. Why are yeah. you team that? Yeah. You know? Maybe maybe we're more alike than we even believe. Yeah, you're, you're team Gilead. What is that? That's the society that you support. Oh, in The Handmaid's Tale? Yeah, yeah. All right. I mean... Not a very masculine name, but okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I don't know. I'm not. I'm like, I'm not mad at it. Right? It'll grow on me. Yeah. It'll start to become more masculine as it grows on me. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're practicing. I am practicing for Team Gilead. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we're, I think we're good. I think yeah. we're good now. Let's see. Boom. Perfect. Perfect amount of time. Perfect amount of time, Ansley. Yeah, we got through this whole entire episode together. We did it. You mm-hmm. were lighter because you weren't listening. You weren't watching The Handmaid's Tale. It wasn't darkening your soul. Yeah. Before the show. Yeah. Um, you know, you you apologized to me. I did. I I accept your apology. You accept my apology. Yeah. You don't off. We don't often get that. Yeah. Like an acceptance of the apology. So thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Uh, you just made me think I have to sash you harder, though. Like, you left me in a very weird headspace about that. Yeah? I'm like, it didn't even phase you the things that I sassed you about. Is that what you want to be with as a man, though? Who would be phased by the things you sassed me about? No, no. You can't have it both ways. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You either get to have this type of fun, or you really are going to have to call that abuse hotline <laughs> before you sass. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're on speakerphone. <laughs> you're on speakerphone. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> I'm gonna sass with abandon now, though. Just yeah? so you know, that's what I've learned from this episode. Yeah, you better sass with a bandaid ready because. <laughs> 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 um. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna ask me if I reached enlightenment? Yeah. Did you? Do you feel like you reached enlightenment? Do you feel like you became a person who stepped one step closer to enlightenment, went further away, or did you stay still? I stepped one, uh, one step closer. Yeah? Yeah. A whole step? I think so. I think so. I had a great weekend. You know, we went down. It was a rainy weekend at the beach. We saw family. We made the most of it. We had a good time. You know, it felt closer to people. Um, 
you know, I, I scrubbed a toilet today. I just feel <laughs> like I'm really accomplishing things. I've identified my path as an herbalist because all week I was listening to like, like, you know, like we think we're so in control of everything. We think we're making these decisions and stuff. And like really life is just unfolding in front of you. Right. So I feel like life has unfolded in front of me like this, this dream that I've had to be an herbalist. And it's just like it's come it's it's here for me. Like the time is right. You know, it was like it wasn't me not taking the initiative. It was just like the time wasn't right. Okay. And so I feel like I'm I'm walking down my path. Yeah. Towards enlightenment. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I got to say, I feel like, I feel like I, I, you know, you know, I meditated today. Yeah. Right. And I think before I meditated, I would have said that I was taking a step forward. But I think after meditation, I realized that all I did was look up towards the direction, towards enlightenment that I want to be moving. Mm. Right. So I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily took a step forward. But I definitely initiated movement in the right direction. Okay. Okay. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was so deep. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. So that is our episode for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that you uh, got to take a step closer towards enlightenment. Maybe there was some apologies that you felt like you needed to give. Maybe you sorted out why you watch what you watch. Mm. We only got through two segments. We got to start timing these segments. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get to more. We have such fun things to get to. We can get, we can <clears throat> get, get, uh, so I don't even want to say them. Just, just let it flow, Sydney. I'm going to let it flow. You got you to let go a little bit and it will happen. Moment. Yeah. I got to li- get to be truthful and live our truth. This is the truth. This yeah. is our truth. Sometimes our segments to. go long. Yeah. Sometimes they go. It is what it is. So, Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm going to do some shout outs. We didn't get to those last week because we were so long. Also, thank you for the Loud Boys for having me on uh, their podcast. It was a great time. And uh, thank you to anybody that came over from hearing me on the Loud Boys to to uh, to Jack Rose. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that episode. <clears throat> it was pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Mike Butler, Mike Levy, Liz Bot, Doc, Kevin Stevens, Julian from Canada, Kevin Lau, Mary Joe Butterly, Raj, Nicole, Janelle, Courtney, Coach Rick, Keith Butts, Andrew Pace, Kyle Hancock, Erica Daniels, Levi Mercer, Justin Asabi, Ezekiel Ellis, Logan Ryan, Roger Down, Joe Rob, Joe Francis. Did I forget? Um, I said Julian from Canada, but I didn't say Meg. That says that so. No. His wife. I I keep thinking that like people that find you at other podcasts and you come over here that like. They come over here and you're like in your guru garb and you're like got a bare chest out and you're like <laughs> have a crystal and they're like, you're like, oh, I'm happy that you found me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Welcome. I've been expecting you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's 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 the podcast they show up to. Yeah. You know, still 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 dicky. Yeah. <laughs> Still, have, still pretty heavy with the oh, dick humor. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Sorry, Meg's dot says dot so. Yeah. And her, and, <laughs> and her podcast, So and Tell. Yes. Right? Check her out. Um, Joe Francis and his girlfriend's company, Saved by the Reef. TJ James, our man down under holding us down. Nick Cupsey and his two books, Lost in the Mail and the Five People You Meet in Wawa. <laughs> this old guy, don't remember who you are, but I hope you're living it up, man. I hope you made it through. Uh, Chris Bruno, Kevin McGrand, Graham Hoffman, Chris Tucker, Derek Towson, who is my brother. We have different last names. 
It is what it is. My dad didn't love me, so he sent me to go. (laughs) 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 He was out there just making families. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Derek Thomas. Sean Dowdy, what up? The King of Shrimp. Guy Patterson, Brian Bachner, Siskani Rodriguez, Sean the Boner King, King of All Boner, John Montag, Sam Amon, the artist, for all of your graphics needs. Uh, I said that on the podcast. He enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah he, he listened to the loud, loud boys. Uh, and the man, Cam Snyder. Uh, yeah, man. I feel good. Yeah. I felt like like this 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 episode put a lot of energy into I put all I left it all on the table. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, I'm spent. Yeah. 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 Don't okay. be worried. I got some herbs for you. We'll yeah. get you back. I left it all on the mics. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> You're currently listening to Melissa Bow Kingdom and her band Circadian Clock. Check her out. Her YouTube page is Beethoven Violin. And uh, her band is uh, Circadian Clock on Spotify. Check her shit on Spotify. I think Spotify has to somehow. Like, uh, like Spotify, just, Spotify, yeah, Spotify. Yeah, Spotify, Spotify. Spotify. Um, thank you so much. We love that you listen. We like we, we appreciate that you're here. Uh, and later. Bye.